from round the corner to your street and neighbourhood. This is Pablo for breakfast. Time to catch up with King of the Nerds. He is sitting high and mighty on his throne to chat TV and movies. Adam Ross, good morning, my friend. It's uh, it's technically an I- a cheap IKEA chair. That's right. <laughs> that's my throne. It counts. It counts. And look, <laughs> first day of December. It's Christmas, and uh, a lot of people will probably be looking to watch a Christmas movie uh, this weekend. I know my family are going to. So I threw the, threw the challenge out to you early this week, and I said, can you come up with your top five Christmas movies? I'm not sure if Die Hard is going to be in there or not. How did you go? Now, look, I um, we everyone knows I'm a little bit twisted. So that I <laughs> my choices, they can't just be these kind of run-of-the-mill, you know, saccharine Christmas movies. Most of those make me go a big rubbery one. I'm like, no, I hate all these. You know, we get this glut of kind of rom-com starring mm-hmm. people from General Hospital and things like that that come out. They're all over Netflix at the moment. Avoid all of those and do these, <laughs> and do these ones. These are my ones right now. These are... Christmas movies, but they're all kind of twisted and they just seem to happen at Christmas. So okay. um, the, the most Christmassy one out of all of them is uh, Tim Burton's The Nightmare Before Christmas, which is uh, on Disney Plus now. And it's a movie that's got, a, you know, a lot of people have a sweet spot for this. Uh, yeah, It is a musical uh, and it is stop animated. Um, everyone calls it uh, Tim Burton's uh Nightmare Before Christmas, but it's actually directed by Henry Selleck, who's a really idiosyncratic director. But uh, this tale of Jack Skellington is, I don't know, it's just, it's its one of the weirdest, you know, strangest Burton-esque things. Um, and it's still, I watched it just uh, the other day and it's its gorgeous, you know, it's just, it, it, I think, you know, it's kind of scary for kids, but because, you know, the, the lead character is so endearing here that, um, you know, it kind of embeds itself into memory. So if, you know, if you miss this one, I think that this is 100% worth your time and a really cool film. Okay, that clock's in at number five. Where are we off to for number four? Now, this is, once again, you'll be like, this is a Christmas movie, Batman Returns, right? <laughs> now, <laughs> now, there's a really solid argument to be made for Batman Returns being the best Batman film ever. Now, I mean, this feels like, you know, once again, talking about Tim Burton, you know, I mean, he's one of the great visual stylists of, you know, of our generation. Um, and, you know, he just makes movies that look like nothing else. And, and his incarnation of the Dark Knight here is one of the weirdest blockbusters that ever came out. I remember when this was released, right, it was one of the first comic book movies to actually get an M rating. And so I went to take all my friends. I went to a Christian school and I got to take 10 of my friends to the movies. And they all found out that their parents found out it was M and we couldn't go. And so we had to go and see Beauty and the Beast instead. And <laughs> I was really upset. And so then the minute it finished, I went with my dad and I stuck him to see Batman Returns. But the setting here, you know, with the, the Red Triangle gang, Danny DeVito's grotesque penguin michelle pfeiffer has never been better um you know but it, it this has got yeah this great gothic christmas you know kind of setting um and so yeah every time i watch this i'm like yeah this is a real christmas movie with a with the batmobile in the middle of it that's what i like <laughs> are we going to have any jingle bells in number three adam ross yeah look uh, yeah we'll get we'll get we'll get there a little bit you know definitely uh home alone oh, yeah. for me has to you know has to be in there like you know this is an unassailable christmas classic and you know it, it's such a kind of simple 
simple premise about, you know, what if your family, like, you know, just left you alone? What would you do as a kid? You'd basically, you'd eat all the, everything in the cookie jar. But what happens when, uh, you know, when two really nasty burglars try to break in, played incredibly here by Daniel Stern and Joe Pesci? Um, I think that this movie is probably responsible for a lot of pranks that have put people in hospital over the years, too, as well. <laughs> you know, like... Uh, I think everyone's got an inner, you know, Kevin McAllister, um, you know, and it's kind of, it's easy to forget just, you know, how powerful a cinematic force Macaulay Culkin was, you know, mm. I mean, this, you know, this John Hughes movie is, it's a heap of fun, you know, it's got great action sequences. Um, I'm sorry, Chris Columbus, um, but John Hughes was, was the writer, but it, um, yeah, I just think that, you know, this movie always kind of holds up and it and it just moves at a cracking pace. And every time you think you've got a little bit of a handle of what it is, it, you know, it just becomes something different. I think Home Alone is one of the great Christmas movies. Number two. Now, another strange one, Gremlins. <laughs> so <laughs> so I, I needed to give I needed to give everything a little bit of a genre twist here. Now, uh, those that know me know that I have pugs. Now, I think the reason why I have pugs is because I, I always wanted my own little gizmo, my own little mugwai. You know, um, <laughs> I th- I thought that when I saw this thing, you know, like this puppet, I thought this is the cutest thing that I have ever seen. But anyone who has seen Joe Dante's movie knows that if uh, you feed them after midnight you know and you don't do the right things that the mugwise turn into something different they turn into the gremlins and the, this idea of this entire town being besieged by these you know maniacal like you know little creatures uh it's still a really fun inventive film got great practical effects you know um and you know and has got a, a great christmas spirit as well but um yeah it's just got gross green monsters in the center of it that's what i like Number one, is it going to be Love Actually? Is it going to be Die Hard? Where's he going? Yeah, this is the thing. Actually, you know what? I had Die Hard here, and, I, and I'm not even joking. I watched Die Hard last night, and I watched half of Die Hard with a Vengeance as well, right? And I normally would always put this number one. I do think Die Hard 1 is probably the best Christmas movie, but the Christmas movie that I probably like the most, and this says a lot about my character, is Bad Santa. Right? Yes. <laughs> I am. Um, I remember that there was a time where comedy, there was a couple of years there where comedy, studio comedies at least, were kind of extraordinarily edgy. Like we got Team America and I couldn't even believe what they were doing on screen there. Then we had Borat, which I was like, oh my God, you know, like, I mean, I can't believe they're getting away with this. And then so when Bad Santa came out, I'm like, okay, you know, what is this Billy Bob Thornton movie? And it has a really sweet heart, you know, um, but Willie, uh, played here by Billy, is probably the most reprehensible character there to be put on screen you know so i think that we've always thought to ourselves who is this small santa and you know and, and what is his internal life and it turns out just a lot of alcoholism and really bad behavior and he's robbing everyone blind so you know i i wish that we got more movies like this that played you know that played loose and fast and kind of had this kind of dangerous morality um you know it, it's got a really sweet touching sentiment in the middle of you know him and thurman uh, becoming best friends but this has got gags in it that just would not play, you know, uh, 20 years later. I mean, this came out in 2003. I can't even believe it. But, yeah, so if I ever you know, want to watch a Christmas movie, Bad Santa is basically the first one that goes on. And then Die Hard after that. <laughs> oh, some great recommendations to sink your teeth into over uh, the Christmas festive uh, period. Not all of them family-friendly, but uh, <laughs> we'll leave that up to you to decide. They're, look, they're all, except for Batman and especially Bad Santa, they're relatively PG, but hard PGs, you know? So, yeah, <laughs> your kids might have nightmares afterwards. <laughs> uh, Adam Ross, it's always good to chat, and we'll chat more again same time next week.
My pleasure, Pablo. Not a problem. The feel-good start to your day. This is Pablo for breakfast. It's